party. We are live. What's up, everybody? Uh, this is Tan, and this is another episode of the Groovy Misfits podcast. Uh, just rushed home uh, to meet up with this wonderful, amazing person. Say hi, Courtney. Hello. Courtney is uh, a, a good friend. Uh, you are getting married to one of my favorite people in the world, Jeff. Uh, and so I'm really excited to have you here. And I think this is going to be a really fun time uh, based all around astrology right yeah uh and that's your thing and i'm I, I have questions as i was telling you but uh why don't we start by like what i'm really curious like what did it what, what resonates with you what what was yeah. your experience getting into it yeah, yeah. was it something that you were always fucking into or it seems like in the last couple of years you really went into it heavy yeah. like tell me what's up yeah, so no, it's not something I've always been into. I think I probably opened my first astrology book, like, early 20s. I mean, I'm a, a, a white female, so, <laughs> you know. I've um, noticed a lot of white females <laughs> that happen to really like astrology, so yeah, yeah right? I hear you. Yeah, so, um, but, you know, it didn't really, you know, stick or whatever. Mm. And in my 30s, I found myself, uh, you know, full-blown alcoholism and drug mm -hmm. addiction and you know uh in a program uh and i was an atheist oh okay so i was an atheist uh for about seven and a half years uh trying to find something to fucking work for me right know? right um and i remember i had uh i had this wild experience basically with ghosts that convinced me <laughs> that the spiritual world <laughs> was real okay uh which kicked off kind of a spiritual experience sure. and you know i got sober and uh all the things and i remember the first time that i actually read like a detailed interpretation of my chart mm -hmm. i remember my first reaction was holy shit it's not all my alcoholism really yeah Okay. So I was like, it gave me this whole new perspective on character defects. And like, I was like, I was fucking made this way. Yeah. Like the shit is written in the stars or wow. whatever the fuck. Okay. Right. Okay. And that's uh, kind of the vibe I get. Like when people talk about astrology, that's kind of like the nuance that I've picked up on so far is like defining characteristics and behavioral patterns and all that stuff. So, okay. Yeah. Cool. I mean, I think what's really important to note is that astrology is not a belief system. Okay. I don't believe in astrology. Okay. Um, it's really, uh, it's observations over thousands of years, hmm. right? And so, um, <clears throat> you know, there's traditional astrology, which really thinks that your chart is mostly the experiences and the people you are going to mm. meet in your life. And then modern astrology kind of took Carl Jung's archetypes and, Carl you Jung. know, yeah. spun a psychological kind of approach. Huh. And pop astrology, mainstream astrology, I mean, astrology is so fucking complicated that in order to break it down and make it available to the masses it really loses so much of and the would punch. that be like co-star it's like a very yeah, like co-star yeah yeah <laughs> but like that's what a lot of like the people i'd meet on like you know i recently started dating mm -hmm. and stuff and uh, on the apps and like uh the in the beginning everyone was like what's your co-star and i was like what is that right. and then they're like and then they started asking like what's your when were you born when mm -hmm. did this this and that and then like it got to be a pattern where literally like almost every single mm -hmm. person was saying that and like my only th i i don't have any like negative negative outlook on i'm indifferent to it or not my only hesitant hesitant like perspective on it is like i get worried when i start thinking about like like I think people can change and grow and Absolutely. like, and, and, you know, like we oscillate and we become many people over the years. And that like, I have my own fear that like, if I really absorb something about a behavioral trait or just whatever it may be that like, it's going to define me and then I'll stop trying to like work mm -hmm. on it, you know? Well, and the whole thing with astrology is that <coughs> it's a spectrum, okay. right? And so basically there are two astrological pairs they're opposites you want to grow into the middle of what these two are, are teaching you, okay. right and so and the, the reason that every aries man is not the same is because we're all fucking different yeah you know what i mean and you're at different points in your evolution okay you're at different points and you can look at behaviors in the terms of unevolved to evolved or better yet unhealed to healed mm. 
right? So now like we're there is kind of room yeah. for growth. And it kind of gives you this roadmap right. on where to focus your attention to grow, like where your soul wants to master some lessons and, and evolve. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I think we seek growth like like just inherently, just as us, like it's like just spiritually. Like we, we seek experiences and growth and change, hopefully, and then other times we like get really cemented into mm -hmm. like who we are. I think like y when we're really young, like growing up, we really like want to like hold on to what we are because it's like this is our experience now. Mm -hmm. We don't think about change because it's scary. But then like the older I've gotten, I'm like, yeah, I want to like keep. Wh where can this go? Yeah. You know, how far can we go with this? Uh, okay, okay. Yeah, for sure. So the kind of astrology that I practice. Um, so I decided a couple years ago to uh, become an astrologer. Yeah. Um, so I have found it extremely rewarding to get to work with other women, mm -hmm. you know, in, in the program and, <coughs> you know, my own natal chart kind of, uh, directs me to that place of mentorship and helping guide sure. people towards, uh, being able to grow and shit like that. And so the type of astrology I practice is called evolutionary astrology. Nice. Um, it's kind of funny because it does, um, it is based on the idea that we reincarnate, okay. which as an ex-atheist, you know, I mean, that's like You're a like, stretch yeah, for me, right? It's <laughs> a long a, shot. In that's a stretch. Yeah. Um, but, you know, there's some placements in the chart that basically show us our past life traumas, okay. what we carry into this life, Whoa. right? Um, and that's not all forms of astrology, but specifically with what mm -hmm. you're doing, that's kind of like what yeah. it highlights. Okay, yep. that's fucking tight. Yeah, so we look at Pluto in the nodes as the most important. Okay. Um, but before we get that far, yeah, yeah, I yeah. mean, I think that like in terms of, you know, how you show up and navigate the world and mm -hmm, dating mm -hmm, and all of that mm -hmm. shit and girls asking for your birth chart. Yeah. I Fred, think after we talk, Fred is starting Fred to now, is now, yeah, calling, yeah. crawling on top of me. Now you're done. Uh, <laughs> you know, after we talk about this, you may actually guard your natal chart with your life because really? it is someone who knows what they're doing can see all of you hmm. you know what i mean and so oh so it's something that would make you want to keep kind of close to your chest a little huh? close to your chest yeah okay. i mean so people want to know your big three that's your sun your moon and your rising okay right and for you you're an aries sun yeah you have an aquarius moon okay and you're a sagittarius rising now so your rising sign is just the point in the sky that the sun was rising at your birth it's kind of people talk about it like the mask we wear, how we present ourselves, mm. right? And so Sagittarius is kind of like this Tigger energy, this like super adventurous, yeah. like wanting to like explore and experience life and, you know, all that shit. And, you know, <coughs> most women who would look at your birth chart, they'd see that Aquarius moon and they'd be like, oh, oh, he's detached. Oh, he's aloof, right? Mm. But, and this is why you can't just take what people on the internet say about you know, an Aquarius moon and separate it from the chart because right. for you it's square Pluto, which means that you get extremely absorbed in personal relationships right away. Yeah. Right? <laughs> that you are yeah. intense emotionally, right? Yes. You are not aloof and no, detached, no, no, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. You know, and it's conjunct your Saturn, which, you know, uh it shows, you know, a kid who grew up too fast. Mm. You know what I mean? Like it mm. shows Dude, what the, <laughs> what the fuck? What the fuck? Oh my god! Right? Yeah, it shows. A I think mom, so. It shows a mom that was like overburdened. Yeah, and you had to mother yourself. Yeah, right? and many and times like, that's a fucking trip. Love and short supply. Yeah, kind of feeling, right? In increments, yeah. Fred, sir. Fred really likes me. Yeah, he does. Keep right? going. Hold on. Right, but you crave like these deep emotional bonds, you know, and like the call with that placement is really just like emotional mastery. Right. And like um, growing into that and, you know, I mean, like you That's have a really crazy. intense need for emotional security. 100 percent. Right? Well, yeah, oh, for sure. Uh, I've yeah. I mean, like just already so far, that's a fucking trip. That's a trip. That's like. That's what you're telling me is shit about me, right? Mm -hmm. Like in, in what I the information that you gathered. Okay, so like that's weird, uh, because for sure, like that's that's a little bit on the nose. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, awkwardly, uh, which is I I feel uncomfortable right now right. just because it's like <laughs> it it like 
yeah that's yeah, crazy you're never gonna show anybody your, your natal chart again i guarantee it dude i i mean <laughs> but so is that concept of that because it's like someone can like use that against you well i mean it's vulnerable yeah you know what i mean i like, mean i love getting vulnerable yeah, I know but you do. but I know you uh do. okay but it's but like a I sacred mean, kind of thing yeah and i mean people who don't know what they're looking at will make all kinds of assumptions about you and i think that is what i've like combated against or have like i said my hesitancy i don't even know if that's the right word what would be the correct word for that yeah. hesitancy i guess mm -hmm. uh is that like i'm gonna put out that information and then someone will fill in their own blanks mm -hmm. and and really skip like who i am right. in my character and my person which i work really hard to like try to refine over the years and grow mm -hmm. and so it's like i can give you this information that like you're just gonna fucking like typecast me in when it's like you're there's so much nuance to the human experience and who i am mm -hmm. so that was always my thing it's like i don't even want to get involved with that because like what if there's someone because it's really with a lot of these people right it's compatibility mm -hmm. are you compatible with me and maybe someone's had poor experiences with this or that uh and then that's where i'm roped oh, into yeah. I'll never date another Aquarius moon. Right. Or like, uh, we're not compatible. Our signs are compatible with stuff like that, which like I want to continue to hear, hear more about on that and how that even looks. But like, just by what you just said about all of that, that's, a, that's like me, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? For sure. Mm -hmm. 100%. So, well, and when it comes to compatibility, I mean, I think that <clears throat> one of the things that I really get out of astrology is it helps me understand people and accept them the mm. way they are right mm. like i am emotionally intense i require a lot of validation mm -hmm. which may be a surprise to some people who know me but i require that validation sure. only from my personal relationship right yeah. and so jeff is not an overly ex emotional <laughs> expressive dude <laughs> no, right not. he is still <laughs> waters yeah. and i am like what the fuck man yeah, yeah, like do yeah. i have to go to the gas station to get right. called beautiful sure you know sure what I mean? like, uh, yeah um but then i look at his moon and i'm like well he has a capricorn fucking moon mm -hmm. like he is not like and i love that too right right I right, love right that yeah he's still waters right so it helps me stop trying to change people right? and then more have like tolerance and love for who they are right. and then like find that common ground mm -hmm. Cause Absolutely. it's okay. Cause that, I love that. Like if that's the case, it's like, instead of saying I'm looking for those indications of why this won't work, it's like, why can't I, ha if I like this person and I'm vibing with this person, why can't I have the perspective of like, this is who they are and fundamentally and emotionally and all these things like, can we make it work mm -hmm. or can we work together to grow Absolutely. together to find that common ground? Absolutely. For sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So one of my <coughs> favorite um, placements to talk about is called Chiron. Okay. Um, and so there is a, I want to tell you kind of like the myth of Chiron. Yeah. Um, so basically Chiron was a demigod. He's the son of Zeus and Sick. Falaria. And so Zeus was basically a douchebag. He was pursuing kind of, yeah. Falaria. She didn't want anything to do with him. Right. Yeah. So she turns herself so into Zeus a like horse. So Zeus was like a bro. He's kind yeah, of like a he's frat a guy. He's a hella bro. Okay. Fuck Zeus. So she turns herself into a horse mm -hmm. to escape him. But Zeus likes to fuck animals. He turns himself <laughs> into a horse <laughs> and he mates with her. Really? And so then she gives birth to Chiron, who is centaur, half horse. Right. Okay. She is fucking horrified. She's like, horrified. And so she petitions the gods to turn her into a linden tree so mm. that she wouldn't have arms to hold her son or eyes to see him. Right. Wow. And Zeus, you know, deadbeat, didn't want anything yeah. to do with him. So he's, he's like, orphaned, I got it. I'm fucking, yeah. Right. He's but. orphaned. He is adopted by Apollo. He grows up to be a healer and a teacher. Um, he becomes a mentor to Hercules. And there's a story where he gave Hercules some poison arrows yeah. to shoot the enemy. And, and Chiron was shot in the leg. And so because he's immortal, he can't die. Right. And so he's in like everlasting pain. He like retreats to a cave to just live in agony for the rest of his life. And Hercules petitions to have him released for him his immortality. And so he's shot up to the stars to be the centaur uh, constellation. Right. Okay. And so basically this shows the wound that we have that is very hard for us to heal. And in some ways it's a lifelong journey mm -hmm. to heal, but it is how we heal others. Mm. Right. <clears throat> Which I love that. Like I'm all about that. Because because of because of the pain that we know and mm -hmm. that experience, we're we're yeah. uniquely capable of helping yep. the others. So for you, yeah, you have got it in a place. Um, oh, I'm so freaked out, <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> it's in the eighth house, uh, and show it shows somebody who got their power taken away very early. Mm. It shows violent experiences, yeah, uh, in the home life, a lot of death, yeah, like maybe death at a very early age, Fuck. yep, um, maybe early introduction to sex. 
exposure to sex mm -hmm. not like not yeah i had some like sexual abuse growing up but then also like porn and all that mm -hmm. stuff was really really early yeah yeah Fuck. so i mean this would show sexual abuse which yeah. you know i wouldn't call out unless somebody else no no for sure yeah 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 we want to be trauma informed when we talk about this mm -hmm. kind of shit totally right? um and so you know that can kind of manifest as you know before you grow and heal as somebody who's kind of really manipulative in an attempt to get their power back mm. right and a lot of struggles around intimacy and relationships whether that be family or you know whatever um <coughs> the call is really forgiveness is finding forgiveness to heal right and yeah. forgiveness is something for me that has always really been a struggle it's until a tough, it's tough for until me too, i yeah. heard it kind of explained in a way that I could jive with and so like forgiveness is not consent right forgiveness is not letting the other person off the hook hmm. right it's taking yeah. the hook out of your own heart mm, I like I I like that I used to always say that like growing up and all like the traumatic shit I'd be like I can I can always forgive but I can't ever forget mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying mm -hmm. just like I, it was always there like okay I'd move past it but like because I had to but I was like, I would never forget that experience yeah. just of the pain and all that shit. Yeah. I don't know why that came up. Yeah, but. absolutely. But like forgiveness is unburdening yourself, you know, mm. it's a form of acceptance, but acceptance again is not consent. Right. You know, and I always felt like <clears throat> if I forgave somebody, I was letting them off the hook. I was saying, it's okay what you did. And it's absolutely not. Right. But isn't that the growth in itself of like the, the experience of saying like, uh, to, to having enough tolerance it's like yeah i'm gonna be able to forgive and let go of that without worrying about like like this that concept of like them still being on the hook sitting there waiting and wanting someone to be punished for what they've done or to have that pain that they've caused me mm -hmm. i think that's when we separate ourselves from that and just realize that like this is our experience and like i i can protect myself i can i can continue to grow and to be free from that without like wishing that other someone else will have that pain because yeah. like ultimately like no one should have pain you know mm -hmm. people are sick and hurt and whatever whatever but i don't know why that came to mind okay yeah and i mean you have a strong aquarius uh archetype energy um in your chart because your pluto's in the 11th house which is the house of aquarius you have sun and you know saturn in there and th that is a trauma signature you mm -hmm. know and it does mm -hmm. show you know difficulty and you know there's also signs that your soul wanted accelerated evolution in this life pluto is making aspect to all but two planets you know and so <coughs> there's like this emphasized desire to return to source right yeah. and like that creates this distance from yourself and from others like mm. this perpetual sort of dissatisfaction yeah you know what i mean and like uh, I'm left unsatisfied in many of my relationships mm -hmm. uh, because I feel like I'm a giver. I'm a big, big giver, mm -hmm. and I, I've I've come a long way from this. But like, I feel like I'm I'm a giver, but like I never receive even like yeah. an increment. Most of my life, that's how it felt. Like I was always the best friend. I was always the best family member. I was always the best brother of just like how I was giving and showing up. But then like I always felt empty on the receiving end even when times when I was just getting an abundance mm -hmm. and that's something I've really tried to like uh, work on over the years of like not expecting like if I'm going to give love and I'm going to like offer that like I, I never should have my hand out I, I mean it's okay to get it back but like I'm just going to love to love and if it comes back that's that's great and that's what I want but if it doesn't like I still am making that choice to like love somebody and 100%. open up and all that yeah 100%. Hmm, interesting and so like this Pluto placement, <coughs> I, we actually have, they're in different signs, but they're in the same house. Mm -hmm. And so like these are, our souls are kind of like, there's this sort of being classified by society as being radical or revolutionary or different, mm -hmm. right? And like um, us being pulled to fringe societies, yeah. right? And like-minded people, there's like this deep sense of being different. Groovy misfits. Yep. <laughs> yep. hundred percent. hundred percent. When I started digging into your chart, I was like, this is so fucking perfect. Dude, it right? is. It kind of is. It's fucking uncomfortable, but yeah, yeah, it is so great. And so the evolutionary intent of your soul is to shed the skins of the past, right? Mm. To liberate yourself from the shackles of the past and to discover yeah. who you are in the process, you know? And, and so that's looked like needing to reject and rebel against anything and anyone who tried to tell you who you are or what you should yeah. do, how you should be. It's been my life the last three years. Yeah. Yeah. Through a lot of like the family trauma, therapy, all of that stuff is. So did that start in 2018? Uh, 
Oh yeah, late around there. Yeah, yeah, around there. So Why? you started a Pluto transit in the 2017. It ends this year. Uh, okay. And that is that a good thing? I hope it's. A I mean, yeah. <laughs> whatever's it's, next, I hope it's gonna be kind of chill because <laughs> it was tough, you know. But it, it was so needed. Rebirth. Okay. It's total transformation. I literally like in this moment, like just in my life say the last like three four or five months i felt an absolute like rebirth mm -hmm. for sure not like where the transformation's done right. but it's beginning mm -hmm. where like the that you're like, on the downside yeah like the pain of the birth and the the, the change i've gone through it but now that it's like like the beat has come and it's just like there's this like exhale mm -hmm. and and yeah it's fucking it's soothing right now for sure yeah yeah <laughs> so like your power lies in being different Right. Mm. And so like there is a call to detach from how you think things should be done yeah. and to learn to object, you know, objectively look at things and objectively change what needs to be changed yeah. instead of having like this death grip on yeah. like <laughs> how you think it should be. You know what I mean? And like because you're Pluto, so your soul is wrapping up this kind of thing it's a two degrees from the 12th house okay. right so there's definitely some 12th house vibe which again re-emphasizes the power being taken away huh. like your power being taken away is everywhere right in your chart right Fuck, and yeah. there's like uh repressed intuition uh fuck <laughs> yeah 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 I, that was my that was a lot probably the last like i said the three years was me doing the work that I just kind of had said when it comes to like letting go of the shackles of the past or like being free from that. But then also my in intuitive life and my intuitive like fucking just consciousness was empty mm -hmm. for like that time. Yeah. Yeah. Which was like with the relationship I was in and the pain that I was experiencing and that like I knew intuitively, you know, it's like, it's like in the rooms, like when we, when we have that intuition and instead of acting on it, uh, out of like humility that we balk on it out of fear mm -hmm. that is for me the 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 one tool that will shred my intuition to its core yeah. where i have nothing and then it feels like i'm driving the boat and then like it's pitch black out and i don't know where the fuck to go and so that's that's crazy because like that that has been my experience i would say like last two years like yeah. intuition especially during like the pandemic and shit i felt like my comp i always say i feel like my compass is spinning like when i'm not connected and i don't have yeah. the intuition i just feel like my compass is spinning and everything's hard but now I think that the ease and that deep breath that I said is coming in my life right now is because like once I got back to a place where I was able to walk through fear, make changes, obviously leave me, leave my relationship, fucking be single. And uh, not that my relationship was the fault, but it was me that like was like walking on doing something. But once I walked through that, the intuition came back immediately yeah. and it was like one of the most comforting and healing experiences I had in a really long time. Yeah. Have you ever done any like somatic body work or breath work? Uh, breath work wise, like that's the primarily like the meditation I do is like all around breath. And uh, currently I used to do a lot of other wild shit, but like, yeah, just just breath work normally just with meditation. But I've never done any like you're talking like Reiki and stuff like mm -hmm. that. Uh -uh. Yeah. Like so, <clears throat> I mean, because Aquarius energy detaches from the emotional body as a way to survive trauma, there's mm. definitely like a call for you to get back into your body. Mm. And like doing somatic body work or doing breath work would be like super helpful. I think I got some homies that do Reiki. You do, yeah, Candice. Yeah, mm -hmm. Candice. I just had a session with her yesterday. It was awesome. Were you? Is, is that that's like like mobile Reiki? Yeah, like it was on Zoom. Yeah, right, but you were just there, weren't you? You I just was, visited. I was Sick. in Denver. Yeah. Do you like Denver? Um, I mean, I don't know. I've been there like a couple of times. It's cute. Yeah, it's, it's cute. cute. You know, it's like, it's, it's cute. It's like a fucking just colder mountainy Seattle mm -hmm. in many ways. Yeah. Uh, Weather's wild. Yeah. It's like snowing and then sunny and then, uh, yeah, all that, but it's yeah. cute. I'd go back. But I think also, do you know, Allie? Uh, yes. Okay. They I know too. all their, their homies and shit mm -hmm. fuck around with it. Yeah. So I might have yeah. to hit that up. Okay. Yeah, cool. For sure. Shit, yeah. I'm gonna have to just do the full experience, dude. I'm gonna go full blown woo for like a you, month. And just you will, which you have a placement that doesn't like that. Right? No, yeah, I don't. It, well, it's not, yeah, I just, it's like, like I said, I always have the fears and You're the. You're skeptical. Yes, you, you have, know. You have Jupiter, which is the planet that kind of uh, governs belief and whatnot in Virgo, okay. which is like. Uh, super skeptical, critical, want to dissect it, mm -hmm. want to make it better. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's, <sighs> but it's in the ninth house, which is the house of like higher learning and belief. 
So like it's the placement of a teacher. You okay. know what I mean? Um, with it being in Virgo, like one thing that that I noticed was that like <clears throat> because it's in Virgo, like you may have to find a middle ground between like abstinence and abundance when it comes to like fitness regimes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm in that process right now. Yeah. Yeah. And then, like, knowing that, like, cleansing and tending to your space and your body and what your mind fuck, is dude. a form of spiritual care. Oh, my God, Courtney. That's fucking crazy. Yeah, 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 for sure. Well, I've been having <laughs> – yeah, I, I used to be really rigid with my diet. Yeah. And, and uh, really rigid with, like, my, my routine and stuff, mostly just because of the pandemic. It was, like, my normalcy and my cadence. But since uh, – ex- dude, like, since I've started dating again and having the experience, especially with this specific person that I'm just, like, fucking, like – <laughs> all in on dude crazy about uh yeah and and uh now it's just so natural and so right and it's just whatever I'm just it's, it's great uh i felt like uh, uh the grip on my life loosen up a lot yeah because i feel safe mm-hmm. and I, yeah and I'm that's like, important I'm, you know what i'm saying and like i feel safe and i feel seen and i feel desire and i feel mm-hmm. that security that like i really haven't felt yeah. ever in any relationship in the last 29 years you know mm-hmm. uh and it's like it's early still and there's still like things that we have to go through which like that's fucking yeah. normal but like i have already felt myself like loosen up and really give myself a lot more tolerance and love yeah. just from having that experience and i think that's a clear indication of what like what love really can be mm-hmm. healing wise 100%. when we have that genuine in our life that it's like i'm already like there's things i didn't even know that needed to be healed yeah that are healing just through the experience yeah so it's been really i cool. mean i think that's the whole point of relationships you know i what think I mean? so too well that me and this person were talking about that dude uh just about like how like it was last night we were talking about how like is love a relapse mm. you know you know what i'm saying because it feels so good and it's so intense and it's so it, it has it fucks with the brain and all these things like it's love well, especially when you have venus and pisces like right and and it was just like a funny little it was more like a joke riff but like you know it was cute and it's just like it's just yeah okay continue yeah. god damn courtney this is amazing yeah so your south node and your north node those show us like the south node shows what you've done in past lives and kind of the trauma that you carry into this one and then the north node is what you your soul wants to grow towards Mm, right i'm very interested in this and so your south node is in cancer um and so basically you know for real growth to occur like we must regret regress and revisit our past our Mm. childhood our family patterns our personal karma right um, with new awareness, otherwise we're doomed to repetition, wow. you know? And so like the South node is the weight of the unfinished business from the past that we struggle to free ourselves from in this life. Right. <laughs> and so like these wounds from past life childhoods, like imprint the soul deeply and we're still, he- they still need, need healing. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so, you know, with yours being in cancer, like there is, like a feeling of being unsafe uh-huh. of being misunderstood of having to anticipate the needs of like over overly restrictive parents like if you could predict how everyone was feeling all the time then you could figure out how to be safe yeah, yeah taking yeah. on responsibility for parents feelings or you know just like only feeling secure when you're needed yes to all of that you know what i mean and so like the north node in capricorn it's in your first house of self and it's really calling for you to grow up and parent the inner child Mm. so that you Mm -hmm. can mature right and so like the inner child selves they like split off at different ages they carry unfulfilled needs um, which all must be addressed by us as adults right and so like we're learning that like no one's coming to save you, right? No yeah. single partner, no job yep. will give you immaculate and internal security yeah. and that there's no safety in codependence. And 100, so yeah, like like the everything like hit really hard like on what you said, it's the last part, which was like only feeling safe when needed mm-hmm. because like that, that was the past for me. Uh, but what's crazy is like everything that you just said about revisiting the past uh, during peak pandemic, like lockdowns and shit. I was in therapy, uh, working towards exiting my relationship yeah. and like getting in a place where once that happened, that like I was just in a good place and could be, you know, just move on and, you know, just processing everything, which I think is really important. People should probably do if they're going to looking about doing that, mm-hmm. whatever. I advocate that greatly, but also I went through my whole entire childhood up until the point of adulthood of all the trauma, every, like chronologically from my very first experience of pain and trauma until like the most recent and talked through it 
and uh, explained it in a very objective way. It wasn't like overly emotional or justified or, you know, victimized. Mm-hmm. It was just like, this is what happened. And all my therapist would say was either like, that was fucked up. Yeah. And you didn't, you know, you sh- didn't deserve that. Or like, that was hard. And like that, but like, that doesn't define you. Mm-hmm. Or like, you know, whatever it was. It was just literally, I just needed the validation because my whole life, I, I somehow knew everything that I'd went through trauma wise was fucking wrong. Right. Right. Like my dad beating fucking his wife or beating me or like the sexual abuse that happened when I was really young. And it wasn't like it, just all of that. I needed to hear that was wrong because yeah. for a long time, everyone just didn't say anything. Right. And it was just like that happened, but we're not going to address it. Yeah. And so that I thought it was normal, mm-hmm. but yet I'd go to school and all these places and they'd be like, men shouldn't hit women right people should be safe people should do this do that everyone should be provided for all that but that wasn't my experience right. and so there was a disconnect and so then up until my adult life like i was carrying all that with me of like not being seen and not being told like that was fucked up and i'm sorry that happened to you and then yeah. so then going through that and revisiting that and every time she would say that i would like feel a little bit more freedom and mm-hmm. a little bit more freedom and then ultimately it came down to the point when on the whole like feeling secure when needed was like I were, I had my security or I have my security now. Right? right. And it's just like intrinsic and it's like uh that validation is great. So it's like a blessing when I get it, but they're like, I know I'm safe when they're like, I'm doing like, I'm living my life in the right ways and I'm making the right decision, following the intuition that like, that's my ultimate safety through like my character and my being and just like being of use and all that shit. 100%. Word. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it really all comes down to like, as you're, healing these relational wounds in your childhood like it the journey back to self happens Mm. and self is aries Mm. your sun and your mercury you know and this stuff's happening in in the first house which is typically assigned to aries right and so self-love becomes the foundation of your Mm. ability to have healthy (laughs) relationships okay you know what i mean yeah sure (coughs) what about the you said so that was the what about the future self so the that is the the Capricorn, okay. right? And like <clears throat> knowing that your security comes from within, mm-hmm. right? Knowing that like your primary relationship is with the divine. Mm. You know what I mean? That's and how like, I feel, yeah, for sure. And it's really about like <clears throat> not needing any, not needing anyone to tell you what you're doing is good or great. Yeah. You know, of like knowing that your difference your different way of doing things like is innovative and creative and that you have gifts you know what i mean like your jupiter is also retrograde so it's like you're reclaiming Mm self-confidence you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like this is all about reclaiming your self-confidence being secure in yourself and then shining you know and like the thing that's super cool is that you know, you have your son in the third house of communication. And so I love that you're doing this. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, oh, my God. This has been so fucking healing. Yeah. yeah. Like you feel alive when you're doing yeah, this. Yeah. 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 You know what yeah. I mean? Like being able to exchange ideas with people mm-hmm. and talk and share. Like that is exactly what your son wants. Sure. You know what I mean? So That's like what you're I feel totally, it needs. And I'm like, let's go. Yeah. You're totally fulfilling that, you know, and like looking at. <clears throat> the fact that you entered this Pluto transit and you've done all of this work and you're literally starting to embody your chart. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, had we had this conversation 15 years ago? May have missed a lot of it. You know uh, what I mean? Like, yeah. you know, and so, I mean, <clears throat> I thought it was just really fucking cool to see you embodying your chart and doing yeah. the things in your chart that are being called for, having no knowledge of your chart. I'm uncomfortably an Aquarian or I'm Aquarian. No, <laughs> I am not an Aquarian. Uh, no, I'm a contrarian. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a contrarian. Right. So I'm like, Oh, you're also Aquarian. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, Oh, that's cute. Now let me, it's just, it's always been that way. I don't know why. Maybe it's the Aries in me of just mm-hmm. like, I don't, I, I really like don't even know what, like I say that. And then I'm just like instantly, well, like, you, you don't have, even know what the fuck that means. You have mercury retrograde in your chart, which means you were born under a mercury retrograde, yeah. which means that you have to, do things your own way, figure things yeah. out your own way. Yeah. Um, it can also indicate like uh, problems with siblings growing up or communication problems, like yeah. not being able to speak communication issue, sibling problems issue. Did you have uh, struggle in school at all? Oh yeah, for sure. My entire school career, yeah. I never thr- I thrived in school where I felt as if like I was a normal student for 
one semester yeah. in the ninth grade at Kentwood High School, mm. and it's like where I just had like all good grades. I was in like AP. I went from like literally like trash student could not fucking well, and I'm like severely dyslexic, and no one really knew. Uh, no one just never knew, but so I couldn't retain information. But like, yeah, for one semester, I like was in AP classes, straight A's, like killing it. But then the the rest of my yeah. school thing was well, struggle. and like you learn differently. Yes. And like one thing that's so super cool is that like, what if your mom would have known that about yeah. you? What if, what if your mom had an astrologer who was like, "Yo, your kid has Mercury retrograde and he's gonna have problems. Me might be dyslexic. Have him tested. Right. He needs yeah. to learn in a different yeah. way." It's like my mom always was just worried. Like she knew that like if she sat my brother and I down in front of a doctor, that like there would be diagnosis right. hand out, mm-hmm. and that she was just like. I, you know, and maybe I got, I absorbed that some of her of just like that, that kind of fear of like definition, yeah. you know, yeah. like, what, like that, that, uh, what, what is it? Uh, put in a box. Yeah. Like Pavlov's box or whatever. Like, is a cat dead or is it alive? Well, you won't know until you mm-hmm. fucking open the box and then it's either dead or alive, whatever. Uh, yeah. So that's a trip. Fucking hey. Yeah, man. Holy cow. Uh, what like has this done for your life? I mean, like, what do you, I feel doing like, it? so I can give you an example of how astrology has recently helped me. So um, this past year, so I started trauma therapy uh, at the beginning of COVID Mm -hmm. and I was doing EMDR Mm -hmm. and uh, it was intense. Is that with the lights and shit? Yeah. With the lights and Uh flashing and all that? Yeah. So it's to activate both sides of your brain so that, uh, because we store these memories on just one side and so when they're triggered it activates our fight or flight Hmm. and so that's why we have these you know i mean jeff and i would have a disagreement that you know maybe needed a level three reaction and i'd come in with like an 11 Mm, you know what i mean and like it's just not you know and so anyway i was like super struggling a few months back um just like man fucking emotional and just a mess and like just a fucking mess yeah yeah and um, I reached out to a traditional astrologer for a transit reading and like, <clears throat> you know, the first thing she said, like I knew that the transits were fucked and that uh, it was going to be really hard for me. Um, and I needed I needed some hope, right? Yeah. Because like the transits that are happening aren't going to change anytime soon because they're outer planets. Um, you know, and the first thing she did was like validate me. She's like, oh, I could totally see why you're having a hard time Mm -hmm. you know and then gave me some suggestions for direct action that I could take so that I can be a willing participant in my life and uh do things for myself and actually you know she kind of was like hey man the third square of the Saturn Uranus deal is December 24th and you've already had two squares which the last one you thought about going to the mental hospital Mm -hmm. like (laughs) legit lined up Mm. right um and so i left that that uh consultation thinking man if i don't do something something bad is gonna happen sure right like i mean i'm somebody who's always relapsed you know what i mean like i've been in in and out of the rooms for 20 years and i have two and a half years sober and good job um and so i fucking took action dude like i started doing this weird fucking spiritual woo shit with some lady on zoom (laughs) and like had a fucking crazy experience with it and like i just started taking actions and shit changed you know what i mean and that's like that's what gives me hope is like obviously i said the fear is like okay this like i'm in a transitional period that's supposed supposed to be brutal or tough Mm -hmm. and it always is now like how m- it scares me like how many people would just be like that's just gonna be how it is mm-hmm. and then like i'm just gonna have to fucking literally like die through this yeah and hopefully i can make it or whatever and that's like really scary and that's like a lot of pain and for me being like an empath like i hate the idea of people being in pain when it's like optional in mm-hmm. many ways uh and so then like but hearing you say that is what gives me hope that like there can be these tr- transitional things there can be these like defining things in astrology or in the stars or whatever however you'd say it but that like it can be coupled with like movement and action absolutely and that like you're not just cemented in that Mm -hmm. and that you can actually kind of mitigate that fucking pain or that that transition period uh instead of just being like well this is just how it is and i'm powerless in that like i don't like when it comes to powerlessness i really fucking like 
push, especially if you've had an experience in, in as we, mm-hmm. you know, with what we do, you're restored to power. Yeah. So it's like, you're just not this helpless little thing that can't right. fucking do anything at all. And I feel like a lot of times the narrative is like, well, I'm powerless. I can't do anything. This is how it is. I am how I am. And like, hopefully one day something will pluck it out of me and I won't be that mm-hmm. way anymore. That's, I don't think that's true no. at all. That's bullshit. Like yeah. we're empowered to make some change. hundred percent. And I mean, I think that being able to see the things that I struggle with reflected in my chart, instead of making me feel hopeless of like, oh, I was made that way and I have to stay right there. Mm-hmm. It was more like, am I going to ignore these things for another decade or right, two? Right, right. Or am I going to just go ahead and do what's clearly Yep. I'm supposed to be doing here. Yeah. I'm. Am I gonna do the work that I don't want to do? Am I gonna try to grow past these edges that I don't want to grow past? Right. right. You know what I mean. Yeah. But when you see it there, it's like, well, fuck. I mean, it's not just gonna go away. <laughs> no, I've I've kind of come across that uh, recently. Well, as well as just seeing like past patterns, past belief systems, past shit, and then like knowing that like it's caused pain, mm-hmm. and then like really instead of just like knowing that there's comfort in that, because at least I know what it looks like. Uh, like really accepting the the other side of things and being like, okay, well, I already know there's pain there. So if I go for it and try and make a change, like, and there'll be pain, well, then I'm just going with pain anyways. Right. But like, oh, I, I think I might believe that like, hey, there's going to be growth in that and there might actually be freedom. And like mm-hmm. nine, literally nine times out of 10, if we go against the grain or the go against the, the traditional like current of trauma, it, it's like it's like smoother waters it's comfort yeah. comforting and there's like growth through there yeah man i want freedom you yeah. know what i mean yes. and like i think that there's something to this mm-hmm. you know i don't know if we're in a simulation and this is literally the code <laughs> right coding yeah that fucking makes yeah. everybody work and run and all the things happen right. i mean it's crazy it could be you know i yeah. mean it could be it could be god's fucking blueprint for me i mean right. who knows like that's interesting i think it's you know wild that people don't want to look at it it's not a fucking science it's not a belief system right we don't know what it is there's fucking aliens dude we have no <laughs> yeah. idea right right about right shit this could just be a layer of many or you know what i'm saying you know what I mean? yeah one little aspect of like a big picture yeah and like i mean we can literally see observations over thousands of years of like when certain planets align things seem to happen and Mm. i personally don't think the planets make them happen i think that it's a reflection astrology is a mirror it reflects what's happening on earth and we can you know predict things and then prepare right so like the saturn uranus thing that's happening all year the very first square we saw the first power failure in texas right the second square we saw the second power failure in Uh texas there's a third square in December. Right. We're probably going to see a power failure in wow. Texas. Right. Wow. And nobody's going to be prepared for no, it. No, of course Even not. Even though astrologers are like, hey. Right. You're probably going to lose power again. Yeah. They're like, all right. Keep throwing your rocks around. We'll fucking figure yeah. it out. Or whatever. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I think like my side of it where I know I could really get down with it. Just like the whole concept or just like the whole, like just everything behind it is like, for me, it's energy. I think just everything we're all vibrating. There's all frequencies. Mm -hmm. There's no solids. It's just waves and like carbon, all that crazy shit. And so it's like, when I think of alignments or I think of anything like that, it's just literally like where the energy is being shifted and what it's like the, uh, what's the reaction from that or the response from that Mm -hmm. from like everything else in the world. Cause like literally everything's connected. Everything, you know, just like, there's no real individuals when it comes to this. Uh, when you look at on like a real deep level of like frequency and energy, we're stardust. You know what I'm saying? Right. And so it's like we're all a part of this huge fucking. I mean, maybe microscopically, like we're here and we're making mouth noises and we're running around in our flesh bodies. But like right. when it comes to like a bigger picture, like it literally all just blends together in one big blob of just energy yeah. and frequency. And I think that's like a really thing, really cool thing that I like attached to. Yep. Yep. Damn. Right on. Uh, Real quick, so obviously I'm dating. Yes. Uh, and I met someone that I'm fucking just head Completely over heels for. Yeah, just like uh, not consumed, but like uh, comfortably obsessed with. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's really well, cool. Yeah, I mean, you have like an essential need for connection and oneness. Yes, you for know sure. What I mean? And uh, it's been a trip because it's like how we've gone about it has been very contrary to like my typical experience and uh initially i wasn't sure like how i i would respond to that uh but being that this who this person is and how uh communicative and like i just just trusting and just like good that like it immediately after like our first two hours of like 
beginning conversations and there's just some like boundaries established of just like how communication is going to go or just like how it's going to be and there's some, some reassurance i have not flinched since and then yeah. i've actually like thrived in it and then it's like been something that has been like there's like anticipation there's excitement there's mm-hmm. eagerness but it's not this needy feeling right uh there's this like level of comfort and trust mm-hmm. but there isn't this like uh fear of being hurt mm-hmm. uh there's like just so much fucking just synchronicity and flow to it yeah. that it like uh i can't i i it just it's fucking incredible right yeah. and so like for me uh i guess i'll stick my toe in it a little bit of just like what what does relationships look like for me i know you touched on it a little bit but like is there things that i should be aware of is there I how mean, should i move what should yeah. i work on so i mean you your venus is in pisces um and so <clears throat> there can be kind of a rose colored glasses sort of thing yeah. where you can see the potential in somebody that you don't necessarily see the reality hmm. Or that you can get easily disillusioned if somebody doesn't meet your expectations, which can at times maybe be a little high or could have been in the past. I think that like once you've like and it sounds like you've dealt with a lot of like codependency type stuff. I mean, early, early on. Yeah. 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 yeah, I mean, like my (laughs) last relationship is kind of what you just described on just like the rose color and the expectation of what it could be. But knowing what it was actually going to be. Right. But like we weren't codependent at all. Like we were super individual and like it was a really fundamentally great relationship, Mm -hmm. uh, but just lacked the emotional side and the connection side that I thrive off of. Uh, But like. Yeah, so that's definitely what it sounds like in that situation for sure. Yeah, I mean, having Pisces Venus is pretty dope. I mean, you know, it makes you really charming and generous and kind and romantic and, you know, all of that kind of shit. And it's really, if if it's coming from a sense of security versus a sense of lack, it's going to be a really beautiful thing. Right, and that's always been my experience is it always came from a sense of lack Mm -hmm. with, like, all my relationships this is the first experience just like getting out and, and meeting people and with this person ex- specifically where it's coming from a place of security yeah. and like love and appreciation and just like confidence and belief in myself and contentment all just all these good things and that's where i feel like it's literally just been like it's been too fucking easy you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. uh because it's coming from those places instead of like the latter which is just insecurity fear right i'm incomplete fix me I need you to like like me to so I mm-hmm. like myself. No, it's like none of that. Right. And it doesn't feel herky jerky. I don't feel like I'm expending energy. I literally feel as if it's just like I'm nowhere to be found in the situation. It's just it's just going. Yeah, and I mean I think that like part of it is you being okay with uh, approaching relationships a little bit differently than mm-hmm. other people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because like your power does lie in your individuation right. and how you're different. And I think that. Um, you know, you have a very fixed sort of loyal energy. Yep. I mean, you don't have a single Taurus planet, but you have heavy Taurus energy, which is why, you know, I mean, you're super sensual, food, beauty, yep. you comfort, like yep. you are a Taurus, even though there's not. And so that's another thing. Somebody who looks at this chart would never know that about you. Really? Yeah. I mean, there's no planets in Taurus, right? Huh. But it rules two of your houses and yeah, there's all that's, kinds that of that is them. literally me. Like how yeah. you would, that is all those things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, extreme. you have heavier Taurus energy um, and Aquarius and Pisces. I mean, you've got the Aries too, but I wouldn't call it specifically heavy mm-hmm. um, in your chart. I would say the Aquarius, Pisces, and Taurus Fuck is yeah. like That's way tight. more your vibe, you know? Damn. Um, yeah, man. It's okay to want to um, divinely connect with your partner. But also, as long as it's coming from this place of knowing that the ultimate connection is with the divine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Well, I know, like, specifically with this situation, I I wouldn't have it without the divine. Right. Like, with my relationship. That's my intuition. Yeah. Like, that's why I meant, like, when I got back that, I fucking get in this ultimate place of trust where I know, because I'm like, that's number one, is my relationship with the divine and with, Mm -hmm. with my intuition. That, like, when I filter my life through that and I have trust in that good comes you know and it ebbs and flows we get disconnected and whatever but like that's why through this experience it's like yeah like yeah that's a trip yeah i mean it's really just knowing that like you're good you're solid you're cool you don't need anyone to tell you that you're doing a good job right right 
Yeah. You know what I mean? I used to. Yeah. Yeah, I used to. But then I know that, like, I... I, I and you probably still do on some ways, but that yeah. is a call, too, that your soul is, like, growing past of, like, don't wait for other people to act. Do what the fuck you want to mm-hmm. do. Mm-hmm. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, for sure. I think now, like, I have that intrinsic validation, so that when it does come extrinsically, that it's even that much better. Yeah. Instead of sitting there hoping that it'll come extrinsically and just be completely vacant mm-hmm. inwardly, uh, that shift that I've had has been, like, it just it, it allows me to feel so much more yeah. and that like that actually is meaningful when that extrinsic stuff comes because i'm already like in a good place mm-hmm. and it just makes me come to a better place right. right like when i tell this person i'm like i'm already like mad fucking happy like i'm like mm-hmm. walking around giggling all day just like because that's just the energy mm-hmm. i have and the fact that like when i see you i get even happier because normally it's like man i was so sad and lonely when you were gone mm. so when you're here right it's like fucking getting well with dope right. right it's like i was so sick and now i got well but i'm not high i'm just well mm-hmm. no dude i'm like i was like fucking peaking and then you right. showed up and now i just burst <laughs> through to the fucking other side of the fucking universe or yeah. whatever you know yeah. uh and that's just like wow it's so beautiful like yeah. i was fucking crying today dude. i called my boy joe who i did the podcast with mm-hmm. and we've been checking in on each other and like i was like as i was calling i was just like tearing up yeah. she had just left and it was just this like we had just really this intense night and morning of just like fucking insane connection. And I was just like, God damn, I'm so thankful for this experience. Yeah. So it's, it's been really fucking cool. It's awesome. Uh, any closing remarks? I don't think so. I don't know, man. You did so good. Good. You sweet. fucking killed this. Awesome. Killed this. What should I be? What I should was, I look out for? Uh, I don't know, man. Anything? I That's I wanted to ask you that before. Yeah, we I don't know. I, um, what should I be aware of? I'm I'm currently struggling with a little imposter syndrome and a little bit of I don't know enough and I oh, can't get it started okay. and whatever. Sure. So I'm I've given myself a deadline of um, I'm going to open my books in January to start meeting uh, with people and Sick. doing readings. Cool. Um, I did start uh, Instagram. It's Courtney Blair Astro. Yep. Uh, I I'll don't, put that on the podcast. I don't yep. post. Um, it takes often. a lot of time to get it's like yeah, a flywheel I, i've you got gotta, some shit yeah. that i gotta figure out yeah. i don't know i've got some resistance um some internalized pressure no one's putting pressure on me but myself right the um, mountain looks a lot bigger right before you walk up it but then right. once you start it just gets smaller and smaller I, trust me it's like yeah i because yeah, i deal yeah. a lot of that with this that like you just have to go and and no expectations or or uh comparison to what you're seeing out right. there because like you have a full life and you have all these like responsibilities and, and like a family and all of that yeah some of these fucking dorks have 12 hours to just like right. make their fucking shit look really good right so like with this i fucking click it and rip it and then end it and put it up there because right. i'm busy as fuck so right, it's just right. like expectations is just like follow your heart mm-hmm. and put out a genuine content of you yeah and like just talk to who want to hear you. Right. That's, that's it. I don't care who, ma- how many people listen, just talk to who wants to hear you and you'll always have someone listening. Yeah. But if you start shouting at people that want nothing to do with it right, right. and there's a lot of those people in the world, it takes a lot of your power. Yeah, for sure. So, you know, you got a lot of people celebrating you. Yeah. You just gotta listen for it. Awesome. Well, this Dope. has been fun. Yeah. It's like, remember I said that once we start, it's just like get clicks yeah. in. What I always know is after like two minutes, people kind of, sit, sit back, back and yeah. they get cozy and then it's like from there i'm like okay they're here now and they're like yeah they don't eat, we're just talking so thank you so much courtney oh yeah, my goodness thanks for having me of course uh okay you guys thank you hopefully this was i fuck i'm blown away so this was great uh thank you so much for the support and all the love and i uh, wish you the best wishes go to the fair get some scones and thanks for supporting okay bye-bye